At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Today, the one and only Reba McIntyre performs for us live. Plus, straight off the Renaissance Tour, hear what Beyonce's backup dancers are doing next. And from Barbara Streisand to Gigi and Bradley, Justin Sylvester's got the scoop on all the hot celebrity headlines. From Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, it's today with Hoda and Jenna. It all starts right now. Hey guys, how are you? Happy to see you. It is Tuesday. It is October the 10th. We're happy that you're with us on this day. Hi, Jenna. Hi. We were just um, talking about how um, horrible and difficult the news has been out of Israel Mm -hmm. and just how uh, painful and wrenching it is to watch it unfold and watch what's happening. And um, it's hard to to even know what to say, right? Yeah. Well, we know that so many of you are filled Mm -hmm. with fear Uh and with Terrible, terrible mm-hmm. sadness, which doesn't even have a name. You know, words mm-hmm. are yeah. powerful, but sometimes not enough. they aren't enough. Yeah, they're not enough. Um, but we hope that you can um, come here for yes. a little bit. Yes, take a, an exhale here for a little bit. So um, we welcome you in, and we're so happy that you're with us today. We're mm-hmm. happy that you're watching with us. Yeah. Um, how was your weekend? Yeah. It was it was good. It was mm-hmm. good. I know that you got to celebrate with your sister, mm-hmm. and I'm sure that was. Important. Yeah. You know, it's you. It's kind of underscored. It was. It's Hal's birthday. Uh, it's it's in a couple of weeks, but we decided that we were going to have the party there. So we made birthday shirts, and we just. We just ce- we just celebrated her, and it's funny because all the things that in your mind that you've ever you know been thinking about that are bugging you, no matter what it is, yeah. you know how it is with our kids or on our nerves yeah. and this and that. It, it really is time for perspective and to stop all of it. Yeah. So I was grateful to be able to spend time with them. And my kids saw the White House for the first time, by the oh. way. I told them it was your dad's house at one point. And <laughs> he rented it. They both rented it. I was yeah. like, oh, there it is. Is that the wife? Jenna's dad lived in there? Are we ever going to live in there? I go, doubtful, sweetie. Well, why but, don't you? Well, you never know. But, why don't you? <laughs> but anyway, it was really kind of fun to see them, like, in the shadow of the monument. And they have volleyball courts set up that are just there. And you can, people are playing sports and all that green space. And it made me really look at our country and say, like, wow. Wow, what a cool place we yeah. live in. It was beautiful. Um, it's so funny that you said that about perspective because yeah. I the weekend feels long. Yeah. And one of the things I started it off at a children's hospital mm. with my sister. It's gonna we're doing something for the show. Oh. And these two little sisters yeah. ha- decided to create a project where they make cards and sell them for the hospital. And we were with all these kids, mm-hmm. some of whom were sick. Um, and some were not. And I just was like, 
I mean, Berber and I cried. We have that yeah, gene same thing, yeah. where we were so inspired. Um, mm. The really cool part of it was that this neighbor mm. who was in his 90s mm-hmm. of these two sisters, during COVID, they would go over and bring him food because he lived alone. Right. And he raised money for this hospital. And so, you know, when kids didn't have much to do, their mom said, well, what if he can do it? Mr. Stoop can do it. You can do it. I love that. So I just thought, like, there is goodness. Yes. You know, I saw it. I witnessed witnessed it. it. There were kids that weren't feeling well who were making cards for other kids. And I just, like, I got in the car and I called Henry and I said, what do we have to complain about? Yes. We yes. have one, one thing. thing. We have three healthy kids. Yes. And that is yes. like, I want to remember yes. that health and that having yes. our kids safe yes. with us yes. is something we should never, ever take for granted. Yeah. I think this was definitely a wake up call in so many ways. Yes. Wow. Okay. Um, well, we're excited for Jonathan Scott and Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> they got, they're engaged. Yep. They're on the cover. They're on People the cover. Magazine. Yeah. Um, they are. And it's, just, it's so funny because, you know, we've seen uh, them. We've talked with Jonathan a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's been on our show. They feel like that type of couple that sort of was always meant to be together. But in the magazine, they open up about the early days of their relationship and how early on Zoe actually thought that Jonathan was ghosting her. So he went on a hike where they don't have cell service and he was gone for three days. And you know how you are? You're like, what if he's texting? Nothing. No, no yeah, text no or calls. Text. Oh. And then day two comes, yeah. and again, no text no or calls. Text. And then finally day three arrives, no text or calls. And then it's like she was probably starting to get Think concerned. He, he doesn't like me. He like, du- he's dumping has me. Has he this ghosted ghosting. me? He's Guess, not even breadcrumbing me. I'm surprised she didn't do like, hey, you, you up? You, you up? You, you good? <laughs> hey, want to get coffee when you get back? <laughs> Nothing. Anyway. No, but anyway, don't you love that at the, you know, at that stage of the relationship? That's the best part. That's, that's one of the best Somebody parts Somebody gave Henry really good advice. I mean, honestly, I know the reason why we're married. Why? There's many. So I don't want to downplay all yeah. his great qualities, but one of them was he knew how to play hard to get. And at m- that stage in my life. So give 20, me an example. So well, he would, he would not call every day mm. yet. I knew that he was into me. How did, so, so you knew, but were you, but were you wondering why isn't he calling me? So kind of, but I was also like, this man knows how to play it real well. Were you ever like, Hey, I didn't hear from you. No, no. I kept it real tight oh, too. Oh yeah. No, both playing I the read dance. the rules. By Just the way, kidding. I didn't read the rules. I even think in a, in a relationship that's committed. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to play a little hard to get because you're reminded. Yes. Because if everything is easy, yes. sometimes it's like. You know not, what? And like it wasn't, not it game. wasn't games. No, he was solid. He wasn't like being anybody but himself, but he just would not write every day or call every day. He was busy, but then every once in a while he'd have his Blackberry and he'd be like, miss you. Thinking oh, of you. That's good. That was a good that, one. That miss you was the like equivalent totally of, are you up? You up? Missing oh, you. Oh, I like it. All right, here we go. It's time for a new highly anticipated trailer on... Can't wait, wait for that. Let's hear it. All, All right, right, you guys. This is sad, sad news for some of us. Very sad. It's the sixth and final season of Netflix is The Crown. It's going to premiere in two parts this fall. So how is it going to wrap up? Well, What's going to happen? Sort of know, but by the way, that is going to be so. You know what? I good. had a real. I finished um, 
starstruck this weekend. Are you comparing these two? No, I'm not. But you know that feeling when you finish a show and it's over? Over. Did you like how Starstruck ended? Did you watch it? No, I'm I'm asking if you like the ending. Yes, I did. You did like the ending? I did. It was too short of a season, but I did like it. Okay. All Um, right. The Crown Part 1 will start streaming on November 16th with Part 2 on December 14th. They're going to give us a whole month between the two? There you go. You got to wait. Remember, hard to get. Okay, That's what you're it right, is. Crown. Right, Go Crown. ahead. Coming up next, what's the deal with Bradley Cooper and Gigi Hadid? Yeah, Justin Sylvester has a scoop on their recent sightings together, plus Barbara Streisand's revealing new memoir. Coming up. Who got Barbara? At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. up on all the celebrity scoop that you probably missed over the weekend. E! News co-host and our pal Justin Sylvester has got all the headlines. Barbara Streisand is ready to tell it, right? (laughs) You guys, Barbara is telling it. Vanity Fair got a piece of the book. She is on the October 17th issue and Barbara is ready to talk. I mean, she's talking about her co-stars, Robert Redford, and how hard she tried to get him in the movie and the lengths that she had to go through. But this is not why I'm so excited about the book. Why I'm excited about the book is Barbara is at that age. You know what I'm talking about? Celebrities kind of get to a certain age where they don't care what people think about them. They're not tap dancing for their career anymore. Barbara's got the gold. She's got the record sales. You know what I mean? She is ready to tell her story. I know. We're looking forward to that. Yeah, we are. It's going to be really interesting. Okay, tell us. There might be a new... Celebrity couple. Uh-huh. Okay, you guys. Gigi Hadid and Bradley Cooper were seeing at a group dinner and leaving in the same car this week. Now, it's unclear of the nature of the relationship. It is unclear of how they started. But what is clear, and okay, come on with me here. Okay, we're going. If I bring a dude to a group date. Uh-huh. That is not a dinner. That is a 12-point inspection. (laughs) My friends are there to ask all the questions I need to know, and we already know each other. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, we've already spent time together. We've already gotten to know one another because a dinner on a Monday night is work, okay? And those friends were there to figure out the questions that she couldn't ask. (laughs) I like that. All right, let's talk about new music. Who's got something coming out? Oh, Bad Bunny is Mm -hmm. about to hit us with the album of the year. Let's not forget, this man is on a high right now. His last album, it was the most streamed album of all time ever last summer. Wow, wait, what? Yes. No, it was crazy. He's also been dating Kendall Jenner. They just had a Gucci ad together. (laughs) And on Saturday, he's going to be hosting SNL and performing. This man is on a high right now, and I'm calling it right now. This album is about to be one of the biggest. Okay, we Ooh. love that. Now, do, who else has new music? Dua Lipa, is that true? 
Okay, so allegedly Dua Lipa is about to put out some new music, and I think everybody is right. You know, she cleared out her Instagram, she changed her profile picture, and we know in in singer world, when you're a musician, if you clear out your Instagram, honey, that means you're coming out with something hot. Mm. And I've been digging some on some dirt, looking at old interviews, and she did say that she's ready to release new music, and it's going to be disco. So get your shoes ready. Disco, we're into it. I like that, Justin. Mm -hmm. Uh, And just so you guys know, I I already got Al Roker on a timer for when he turns 80 (laughs) and he gets to Barbara Streisand because I'm ready for that book. Okay, I'm ready for Al Roker's book. You think he's going to be telling it all? Uh Uh-huh. Oh, he knows where the bodies are buried. Yeah, he does. (laughs) All right, Justin. Thank you. You can catch Justin weeknights at 11 on our sister network E. Thank you, Justin. Coming up next, the legend is in the house. We love her, y'all. The one, the only, Reba McIntyre. She's got a lot going on these days, and we're going to catch up with her about everything right after this. Reba McIntyre, this three-time Grammy winner, has a brand new gig. She's a coach on season 24 of The Voice. Reba's got that. She's also got a new book out. It's called Not That Fancy, (laughs) Simple Lessons on Living, Love, Eating, and Dusting Off Your Boots, along with an album, some of her greatest hits. Man, you're, you're, you, this is the Reba, we were talking about this is the Reba moment. It's happening again. It keeps happening with you. The reba How does it feel in <laughs> this moment to be on this hit show, putting out a record, having a book? You've done all these things, but to do them all at once. So much fun. Yeah. We're having a blast. I'm getting close to my 50th anniversary, been in the music business, and getting to do the things we're doing now. I think I'm busier than I've ever been. I'm so grateful and thankful. You know what? That is such a, a cool thing to say. Mm-hmm. 50 years ago, like, could mm-hmm. you have imagined the trajectory no. of everything you no. would have done? All of these cool things you get to do. I couldn't have, I didn't even have a good enough imagination to even imagine the first two or three years when I got started in the seventies. I thought back then, once you get a, ra- a record on the radio, you're rich. Yeah, that was it. That's all you needed. You get a big bus and you're rich. No, that didn't happen. They say you just need one person to cheer you on. And your mom had two pom-poms, man. She believed from the beginning that you were going to make it. How did she convey that to you as a kid? Did she just tell you straight up, Reba, you have what it takes? No, she never told me that. She was really encouraging for all of us kids, whatever we wanted to do. Uh, Pake, Susie, and I, we sang. And we, she was always the one to, she taught us harmony. She encouraged us. We were the singing McIntyres when we were in high school and junior high. And she pretty much instigated that. And anytime anybody needed an opinion of who's off, uh, Susie's on my part. I'm on Susie's yeah. part. Mama would come in with her spatula after she was frying potatoes. And she'd say, okay, Reba, you're on Susie's part. <laughs> sing it again. And we'd sing it. And she'd say, oh, that's perfect. And she'd go back in and keep frying potatoes. Oh. That's how she did. You know, I you we've talked a little bit about this, you and I have, but you lost your mom mm-hmm. in March of 2020, which mm-hmm. was a really hard yeah. time for our whole world, mm-hmm. really. I mean, we were collectively grieving, and then mm-hmm. you were personally mm-hmm. grieving. Mm-hmm. And you wrote that you you didn't know if losing her would also make you lose music. Mm-hmm that you had to find your why again. Mm-hmm. What did you do to help you do that? Mm-hmm. I guess going through all of mom and daddy's things, because I told Susie we were we were cleaning out the house mm-hmm. and I was going through pictures. And I said, I just don't think I want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. She said, what? I said, sing. She said, why? I said, because I always did it for mama. Mm-hmm. She said, oh, you'll get it back. You, I did. Yeah. You, even with images of your mom 
on the screen, you 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 turn away a little oh, bit. Gosh, I have to. I can't talk if I if I see Mama. Yeah, it just and and the video just came out for seven minutes in heaven. Oh, so I sent it to Alice Payton and Susie, and Susie called me yesterday. <laughs> you know, doing this, then I got to do it. <laughs> Matt Wynn and Olivia wrote this song and. They pitched it to me, oh. and I said, oh, i got to have it. And that's, that's one you. of the new songs that's on the album. Uh, all the rest of them are the old ones that I've gotten to do again. But when you find a song that really touches your heart and chokes you up, yeah. i got to sing it. i got to record it. And that's what you're always looking for is a song that touches your heart. That way, when I sing it, it hopefully it'll touch your heart, Well, too. it does. We both want to weep. And, but- I, and I, <laughs> it made me think about grief. Yeah. Um, because you know mm-hmm. I, how close I was with yeah. my grandparents, yeah. who you also got to spend time totally with. Totally adored. Uh-huh. Um, and and I feel like I've started to think about grief as this beautiful mm-hmm. gift mm-hmm. because it means you actually really love somebody. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Is that it how you look at it? It is a total gift. If you had no emotion whatsoever when they left, you missed out on something. Mm-hmm. I agree with you 100%. Mm-hmm. You're, you're such a beautiful human inside and outside. Coming and, from you. But as <laughs> I'm sitting here looking at you, no, I was just thinking to myself, like, you must be doing so many things, right, physically for yourself. And I think self-care is important. But what do you do for yourself to keep your tank full? I think sleep. Yeah. Eating right. Yep. Mainly sleep. Yeah. I, I can sure tell. How many hours do you get? I love eight. Eight hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Eat and, right. Do you stretching. exercise? Stretching is a really big thing. Rex and I do it every morning yeah. when we can. And it just limbers everything up. Yeah. Uh-huh. And and getting as old as we are, <laughs> as young as we are. There you go. You got to keep the can we, muscles about, up. We got to talk about sugar tots. Yes, Wait, what? Did. Sugar tots? Yeah, or? I'm tater tot. And he's sugar, sugar tot. We're we got to talk about sugar tots. I saw him this morning. <laughs> he's the sweetest. And I feel like kind of happiness came to you when you least expected mm-hmm. it. Or he did. Is that true? Very true. Mm-hmm. We had known each other since 91. We met on The Gambler, the Kenny Rogers movie, yeah. mm-hmm. and then reconnected uh, March, oh, no, January of 2020, because we're both doing Young Sheldon, mm-hmm. and then went out to eat, and we've been pretty much communicating. Well, we didn't see each other in person yeah. from January till June of 2020, mm. and then it's been inseparable. Wow. I hear <laughs> you all like to scare each other. Yeah, that's kind of crazy. You like to jump out and scare each other? Yeah. Who does it better? Me. Do you? What's your technique? <laughs> Hope you didn't hear that. Uh, oh, I wait. Oh, you're just I'll sit patient. there for 10 minutes waiting for him to come out of the bathroom. Oh. He'll be down a dark hall and just be silhouetted. <laughs> it just scares him to death. I just think that's the funniest thing in the world. Yeah, I love that. So wait, I didn't know this, but when The Voice was just starting out, they didn't ask Mr. Blake Shelton to come on first. Oh. They asked you. Excuse you me. You said no. Uh-huh. And so Blake got the break of his lifetime. And now here you come in and you're replacing Blake. What a full circle, crazy funny? moment. Yeah. When they asked me, I said, oh, no, I can never could tell anybody they're terrible or, yeah. you know, go home, yeah. find another occupation. Yeah. And so I just passed on it. And, t- and I was touring. I had yeah. 10 dancers and everything out on tour and uh-huh. we were busy and. Um, but it worked out great. Blake did it, then Kelly did it, and then here I am. Don't you, you love that? I love it. Um, okay, we also just have to say, if you come to New York, where do yeah. you think people should go? Oh, you- they got to yeah. go see Shut. Shut. They've got Who to go see that, that Broadway show is one of my favorite Broadway shows. Absolutely. Did you? How did you feel in it? Were you cracking up? I, this was so sore. From laughing? I laughed yes. the whole time. Yes. When it opened up until it said, okay, it's over. I can't believe I haven't gone. I don't well, know what I'm waiting just for. Just the whole concept. It's all about corn. I know. And you're like, how can that be funny? And yeah. you realize and it's hilarious. It is, hysterical. It, it is mm-hmm. hysterical. You will love it. Yeah. 
It's worth going to. Absolutely. Reba, we adore you. Yeah, we love y'all. I wish Sugar Todd had jumped, come yeah. out and scared you. Yeah. Next time. We'll scare you. Well, he's still trying. (laughs) You can check out Reba, y'all. Everybody's watching her on The Voice tonight. It's at 9, 8 Central, right here on NBC. Coming up next, though, the best-selling poet who inspires millions on social media. He's one of our favorites. Young Pueblo is with us coming up right after this. We're happy any day this guest is with us, but it's even more fitting that he is here today on World Mental Health Day. With a fan base of more than 3 million followers online, more than 1 million books sold, Diego Perez, who goes by the pen name Young Pueblo, has spread his message of hope and healing all around the globe. Now he wants to help readers connect more deeply with their intuition. With his latest book of poetry, it's out today. It's titled The Way Forward. Mm. Hi, Diego. We're so happy you're here. So happy to be back here with the both of you. We just are so surprised, I think, about how you can string five words together, ten words together, and you hit us in a place in our soul that that feels like it needed filling. Mm. And it doesn't matter what page you open to, Mm -hmm. it seems to uh, work that way. So, you wonder how that kind of knowledge comes. You're a young guy. You've lived, <laughs> you've lived a life, but how, how does all of this knowledge come to you? Honestly, it comes through a mixture of my own healing and meditation. I've been meditating seriously for the past 11 years. I meditate two hours a day. I go away to long retreats, 45 days, 30 days, 20 days. And I do that consistently. So I think it helps me a lot. Yeah. I mean, we talked about in the, the intro that it's World mm-hmm. Mental Health Day. Yeah. You have, when you were last on our show, you talked really bravely mm-hmm. and vulnerably mm-hmm. about your own mm-hmm. mental health challenges and how meditation has been this kind of mm-hmm. solve for you, this amazing gift. How, for people that are hurting today, mm-hmm. um, what advice do you have? I think we actually live in a really fortunate time. I know that there are so many different uh, difficult issues that humanity as a whole we face, but we're also in this moment where there are so many different healing modalities, different forms of therapy, psychiatry, different forms of meditation. So when we're dealing with our anxiety, with our inner tension, with any past traumas that we carry, we have to challenge ourselves to go out there and find something, a tool that meets us where we're at. Sometimes you could be sitting on the couch and watching horrible world events unfold on TV and you can feel the same feeling inside as if it's happening to you and you feel helpless. Mm. Like, how am I going to, how could I possibly um, exist in this moment? And what, what kind of advice do you have? Because I feel like that's the moment we're in right now. And a lot of people sitting at home probably are feeling that way. I think it's a great challenge and I think it's really important for us to to be aware of what's happening because only once we're aware of it can we help change. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, we have to take care of ourselves because it's when we're, when we have so much that's accumulated within us, it can be so overwhelming. So it's, we have to take a step into the news, but also make sure that we're balanced, that we're recharging ourselves, that we're, um, you know, not overwhelming ourselves. Yeah. But at the same time, I think, and what I'm sort of hoping and the way I try to process things that are happening now is that. I really care for love and freedom for all people, you know, not just mm-hmm. some people. And I think that's sort of this uh, this guiding light that I try to carry. I feel like no matter what page you open this book to, it works. And we did that this morning. Yeah. Oh, good. And, yeah. and you know what? And I, by the way, I, I picked this quote, and just now I picked up a book, not dog-eared, and I opened it to the exact same quote, so this must be the one. This is Reminder. It's hard to connect well with other people when you're feeling exhausted and depleted. Mm. 
When your energy is low, the mind will want to revert to performative behavior mm-hmm. that lends itself mm-hmm. to superficial interactions. It takes energy to go deep, to give someone your presence. That's the key line. So if I'm going to be sitting with you, listening to you, trying my best to understand things from your perspective, it takes energy. So mm-hmm. if we're constantly busy, constantly doing tasks, if we're too busy people-pleasing, you know, if we're not taking the time to recharge ourselves, then it's going to be really difficult to really hold space for another person and, and be present. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's such good advice because mm-hmm. I think sometimes, and, and I guess only because I am a mom and mm-hmm. a woman, I know this, that sometimes women feel like, oh, they got to take care of everybody mm-hmm. else and do this and that. And then maybe they can rest or right. maybe they can read or maybe they can journal. But you say, if you're not taking care of yourself, mm-hmm. there's it's no just, way you can even yeah. take care of others. No. And you'll even find that in your relationship because you'll be so busy, the two of you taking care of so many different tasks you're so exhausted by the end of the day that it just to be able to really connect with another person you have to have your well filled yeah well, you have one more too that you love yeah, that you wrote yeah. after a thanksgiving mm-hmm. with your <laughs> family oh, yeah. you may have it here i i hope here yep. it is it says maturity is realizing that half of what you want to say does not need to be said. <laughs> yeah, that's actually really <laughs> Being able to see the difference between ego reactions yeah. and helpful points that can uplift harmony or reaffirm your values makes a real difference. Yeah. Speak your truth does not mean speak your ego. Yeah, I think it's so important that as we're healing ourselves, as we're growing, we realize that our first reaction, it's probably not the best thing that we could say, mm-hmm. right? So that first reaction might be something defensive, something that's more survival mode. But when we take a time to pause and really sort of check in with ourselves, is this something genuine that I want to say? Is this going to help the situation? Then we'll find that the thing that we think about after our first reaction is actually much more productive. And do we even need to say something that will just Sometimes. stir up? I love that. It's like, is yeah. it the way forward? Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is the third in a trilogy. If you yes. don't have the other two, get them to yes. inward and clarity and connection. This one, of course, is the way forward. The third book. All of them are good. Your first one's as good as your Beautiful. third. They're, they're great. Great pieces oh, of knowledge. Thank you so much. Check out Young Pueblo's new book, The Way Forward. Head to today.com slash books. Thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Coming up next, y'all done and catch us up with two of Beyonce's most famous backup dancers they're kicking off their very own tour with an important message after this net credit is here to say yes to a personal loan or line of credit when other lenders say no apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day if approved applications are typically funded the next business day or sooner Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partner. NetCredit. Credit to the people. At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. Most locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours of operation may vary. See center for details. Come in today to get your holiday goodies there on time. 
Beyonce recently wrapped up a Renaissance World Tour in Kansas City. And talk about a success. It was the highest grossing tour by a female mm-hmm. artist in history. Wowza. Donna <laughs> caught up with two dancers who shared the stage with Queen Bee, and they're using their talent to spread an important message. Yes. Hey, Donna. Hi, ladies. Okay, so Laurent and Larry Bourgeois, or Lay Twins, <laughs> they have become famous in their own right. And now they're heading out on a different kind of tour, using their moves and their story to help others. They're among the most famous twins in the world. Laurent and Larry Bourgeois, better known as Les Twins, have undeniably got the moves. Most recently, dancing alongside Beyonce on her Renaissance World Tour. I caught up with the identical twins at the Gramercy Theater in New York City. Ah. You two just finished the Renaissance Tour. How are you feeling? I miss her. Yeah, already. I, I call her monster, Beyonce. But Why? She, it's because she's a monster. She do one thing and it works. For 56 shows in 39 cities, on stage, they were Beyonce's left and right. He's the left arm and the right arm. Yeah. That's it. It's, it's, it's just how it is. Not the right, you the left one. Not the right one, Larry. I was the right. You forget break my soul? Break my soul. I'm on the right side. And as I witnessed, the backup dancers still thicker like brothers. The dancing duo grew up in Paris. The youngest of nine, they took an early interest in dance. And even with no formal training, they found major success. In 2010, they went viral for this video from the World of Dance Tour in San Diego. Soon after, they were dancing for the likes of Missy Elliott and Megan Trainer. The dancers, models, and designers won the World of Dance TV show in 2017. And in time, their relationship with Beyonce has blossomed and even consider the Carters family. Laurent, you posted a photo of the two of you with Beyonce and Blue Ivy, and you said that the only people I trust in life. Yes. Why? There's nobody I can trust more than Jay-Z and Beyonce and Blue Ivy in my life, like the whole family. Famously protecting B on stage like this wardrobe malfunction in Detroit. When I'm with Beyonce on stage, I make sure that everything is good because I want her to to do her best. We're here to help. They were also there alongside Blue Ivy as she joined her mom's center stage. A 12 years old make me laugh because she's so honest. We have so much fun. Now the twins are harnessing the power of dance into helping students across the country. Partnering with several organizations, they're embarking on the Rise for Mental Health Tour. 42% of students report feeling so depressed it's difficult to function. It's a statistic lay twins are hoping to change by drawing from their own experiences. He did go through things I would never go through. I did go through things that he probably still don't know. Not like it's easy to talk about, it's just that sometimes you would tell me something and I'm like, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you didn't tell me this. I can't believe you did go through this and I didn't know where I was. On the tour, sessions begin with a classroom portion, then a dance workshop led by the twins. How do you help these kids with mental health through movement? When we speak to those kids, we let them share issues that they have personally that they never said to anybody, to our ear, and we don't share this to the room. And we let them express their feelings through, through bodies, wherever, wherever the whatever body goes. Whatever they're feeling. Music, conversation, and dance can universally heal. Yeah. Feeling inspired, we finished our time with dance. Yeah, with these shoes. Come on, let's go. But with a little twist. So it's a this or that dance off, okay? Who is the troublemaker? 
I think I know who it is. Family guy. <laughs> you happy? Okay, who is the biggest risk taker? Who is the most creative? Not Larry. You, can, <laughs> you cannot say. Okay, I cannot say, but who got more ideas? Who created the human chair? Oh, oh that was both of us. That's both, that's of, both us. of you? Every queen has her throne. And for Beyonce, it's the twins' human chair. This seat may be reserved, but hey, I tried. <laughs> okay, cool. they said only Beyonce can cool. touch the, the human, the human chair. That makes course. sense. That By makes the way, sense. I don't wow. want to do that. Yeah, yeah, it was really cool. And you know, it's awesome to to know that um, they can entertain on stage, mm -hmm. but then they can also take that dance and that movement and bring it for a better cause. Yeah, too, for, kids, you know, for to, kids to be able to use and creativity they, and movement. I, I loved watching express. two brothers like cut up. Yeah, that, that too. Oh, I'm kind of jealous. Yeah, because I'm a late twin. Yeah, I'm a late twin. Okay, I was thinking thank you, thank you, Donna. We'll be back right after this. Tomorrow, actress and singer Mandy Moore is going to swing and by. And we're going to celebrate International Day of the Girl with actress Sophia Carson. See you tomorrow. Bye, guys, y'all. Bye, guys, y'all. Bye. Hello, parents, homeschoolers, and teachers. Trusty narrator here from the Who Smarted podcast. Our 15-minute episodes are perfect for car rides, bedtime, break time, class time, or any time. We make learning science and history fun and funny for 7 to 11-year-olds with new episodes every week. Look for Who Smarted on any podcast platform or at whosmarted.com. And teachers get a free subscription to our ad-free version by clicking educators at whosmarted.com.